listening to the Coronavirus Diaries, Human Rights in the Age of a Global Pandemic, a series of online conversations with experts hosted by the Montreal Institute for Genocide and Human Rights Studies. The Institute is Canada's leading think tank, working at the intersection of human rights, conflict, and emerging technologies. As we watch the global pandemic unfold, this series will look at what impacts the coronavirus will have on human rights, geopolitics, and democracy, and what role technology and disinformation will play. Hello, my name is Kyle Matthews. I'm executive director of the Montreal Institute for Genocide and Human Rights Studies. We're very pleased today to launch our first digital interviews about human rights in the age of the coronavirus. Our first guest speaker is Shaprak Saraji. Uh, she's a well-known human rights activist named in 2018 by the BBC. She's one of the top 100 women in the world working for human rights. Uh, Shaprak, you recently won a major award in Geneva. Uh, and you've been outspoken in defending human rights in Iran and very active on Twitter as well about trying to showcase the plight of the Iranian people, which um, right now is, is very, very challenging and difficult. We know that after China, Iran was the second country to get hit by the coronavirus, um, and people are not quite sure what's happening in that society because there isn't really a free press or human rights activists are in prison. So, so, so maybe, um, Shaprak, could you just tell us what, about your experience of, of, with the authorities, uh, what you think is happening and what the world needs to know? Thank you so much uh, uh, for inviting me. Uh, um, so uh, um, in my experience as an Iranian, uh, so far uh, the Iranian government um, is not good in handling crisis in Iran. Uh, one thing is uh, that uh, they, they don't have uh, many expert people in the government uh, to handle the crisis. Uh, and the other thing is uh, simply they don't care about the people. Uh, like we had a, a, a very big uh, major um, uh, earthquake like three years ago. People in those areas still living in... Um, uh, trailer uh, houses, uh, many people, and uh, in those areas, uh, it's, a, it's in the mountain, but, uh, but people are still living in those houses. And even for if that trailer uh, houses, other Iranian or uh, other NGOs from uh, abroad help them to have those shelters. In, uh, Iranian government never helped people in the crisis. And this is another major uh, health crisis in Iran, uh, like other part of the world. But um, it, for us, it's different because we don't trust the government. Iranian don't trust the government. In people around the world are dealing with, uh, with fear um, and, uh, and this crisis, and they don't know what to do. But but in Iran, the difference is we don't trust the government. And one of the, Iran is uh, among the highest, um, has the high, one of the highest places for having uh, like um, people in, with coronavirus infection and uh, deaths. Um, 
even with their numbers, even with, with the number they are um, um, giving the, uh, like in the statics. And, and um, as far as uh, the experts say, it's like five times more than the government claim, the, debt, the number of deaths. But, um, uh, but in other countries, you see in China, in, in South Korea, with the, the only um, solution um, for this crisis was uh, uh, for coronavirus was to quarantine uh, the cities and um, uh, but uh, and also we are seeing we are we are uh, we see that in in Italy they are doing the same but not in Iran um, because simply they can't afford to um, to help people financially if they don't go to work. And um, they can't and they don't, they won't. Um, in the news, I saw that the, um, uh, along with Japan and other countries, Europe um, send, um, give them uh, 20 million euros uh, to help with the crisis. But um, as you see in Twitter, people are not happy that they send money to the government because they're not they're not gonna we know they're not gonna spend this money for for the coronavirus um uh, pandemic pandemic uh, pandemic in iran uh, and we're not sure how they're gonna spend the money uh, the the difference is, is um they simply don't care about the the, the people they care uh, about their sinking ship they just want so, to so, save their neck. So, so Shaprak, so, so you, you mentioned something very interesting that, that the general public does not have a lot of uh, confidence in the authorities. No one thinks you're very transparent. And even if funds are, are given to the authority, no one believes they'll be spent for the public good. And, and I think your case exemplifies that. I mean, usually governments are there to protect their citizens, their health, uh, protect them from dire humanitarian situations, but you yourself were thrown in jail and had to escape the country simply because you took off your headscarf, your hijab. I mean, I, does this, do you see the connections to this with how you were treated? The connection is uh, every, everybody who speaks out and challenge the government is gonna end up in jail and accused of uh, conspiracy against the government. As you see, in the news, even now uh, with coronavirus, mm -hmm. um, the, the, there were several reports like, uh, like around two months ago about the, uh, about the coronavirus infection in Iran, in Qom City. But in that, they, they got arrested. And they uh, they were uh, they were facing accusations like um, conspiracy with other uh, with, with other with the enemy U.S. or Israel as they say, and um, they they tried to hide uh, like the the truth, and they lied to people because they had one. Uh, first of all, they uh, they wanted to have their um, pro regime demonstration. They didn't want uh, people to be scared to their, uh, their followers, their supporters to be scared. And the second one was the parliamentary um, election. They didn't tell the truth. There were many reports, but anybody who talked, doctors or uh, journalists who talk about the, um, the cases, 
uh, and ask the officials about uh, about their coronavirus cases. They got um, they got uh, silent. Um, they either arrested them or um, um, get them to be silent. And uh, and the leader um, had some speech and said, "This is uh, this is the conspiracy of the of U.S." Um, and there is no uh, evidence of coronavirus. And in, during that time, even my brother-in-law and all of his friends got infected and got uh, better. It was like uh, after one month and still the leader was lying to the people. And, and in my uh, personal experience, I saw that people are, my, my brother-in-law is living in capital and he got infected. And then he, by the time the government announced that the uh, that um, the uh, the coronavirus spread in the uh, in Iran, my brother-in-law got better after two weeks. You know, it was in the country for at least one month, and they were hiding the truth from people. And now again, the leader um, had on a speech a few days ago. Um, uh, uh, that for the time of our uh, new year, Persian new year. And uh, this time, the first time he said, this is, uh, the, there's no coronavirus cases and the US and other countries are exaggerating it. And the people who are reporting are there, uh, like um, uh, they are working for those countries now. Now he claims this is a biological weapon. Um, uh, Created by Mossad and CIA to like um, to attack Iran. Uh, all so, the so, people so. around the world see this is absurd. But I'm so sorry. Uh, they want Iranian people to live in this like bubble glass, and they feed lies uh, to people. That's why all the social media or like the TV channels are uh, like... Um, are controlled. Yeah. So, so this is interesting, is that we're seeing uh, in Iran, I, I noticed the other day that the US government uh, made offers to provide some technical help and it was rejected, it was rejected at the highest level saying that, you know, this conspiracy theory that yeah. the coronavirus that emerged in China, <laughs> that we have reports that China try to hide information, another authoritarian government. Yeah. And now it's being thrown on democracies and saying you're to blame, but with no proof, no evidence. It, it, it's, it's quite shocking um, to hear a government make those statements. But, but I'd like to ask your point. Um, the Iranian government also said that they would release some, some prisoners out of prison because of the, of the danger of coronavirus. But if that's being done, could you let me know, are any political prisoners being let out or is it just common criminals that they're letting out? Uh, uh, you know, uh, we've been uh, like having uh, lots of, uh, uh, we had lots of statesmen. People were uh, advocating for the prisoners, especially political prisoners for so long. But now uh, they, they claim that they, they are uh, like releasing lots of prisoners. Uh, they, they, ha they have released a few political prisoners, just a few, but um, not the well-known one, not, not many, just a few. Uh, and 
we have uh, more than thousands, uh, we have thousands of uh, political prisoners and protesters, uh, human rights activists in different prisons in Iran. But so far, no, none of them. Uh, the environmentalists are in jail. Uh, and uh, at the same time, they are blaming the environmentalists for the coronavirus. Can you imagine? And they've been in jail for more than two years. So we have well-known environmentalists doing important work, activists, uh, academics, and they're thrown in jail. Explain to us how the regime is, is trying to pin the blame on the coronavirus on, on environmental activists. I, I'm trying to understand that. It's, it's, it's confusing to me. Um, not surprising, but, but I'm wondering if you could tell us more. Uh, uh, I'm so sorry, I cannot tell you the reason to, they just accuse people and um, they have no evidence and I don't know how, uh, in, in Iran it's like that, they accuse, uh, like they, they have these accusations without any uh, proof and anything, they just, they, they just saying these things and um, and uh, and uh, everybody, you know, in Iran, this is the case. Everybody, I guess, it's in many dictatorship regime. You can see it in uh, Northern Korea. Everybody who start even asking questions, challenging them, challenging the officials, they're gonna end up in jail or um, they're gonna end up dead, uh, dead. And this is the case for Iranians right now. Uh, like. I remember three, four years ago, uh, there were lots of um, uh, actions for environment, uh, in, in, for the environment. There were many um, motions. There were uh, uh, the environmentalists were advocating a, a lot uh, for um, preserving the uh, like environment in uh, in the, the places who were in danger. But now it's just silent. There is nothing in two years, and we don't have anybody in Iran to work, and the other ones are just um, afraid, and um, nobody is no, nobody is even talk about those kind of things anymore. And this is the case for 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 any issues in Iran. Um, uh, if you see journalists are um, are like they are either in jail or abroad or the ones in Iran, they just don't say anything. For even, for even asking uh, the slightest question, you're gonna end up in jail and accused of uh, like um, conspiracy against the government. This is, this is the case. And um, you know, even uh, if you, you know that uh, World Health Organization um, sent uh, uh, some people in Iran and Iranian uh, didn't believe like even um, the statement of WHO because we know that um, when they send some uh, experts to Iran, they just, uh, their, their, um, their actions are limited by the government. They're not free to go to uh, every hospital, um, to, to, um, to the places they want. It's just, uh, they are uh, limited by um, um, by uh, um, IRGC, uh, like um, um, agents and everybody. They're just uh, have to see the things that the government want them to see. So it's like, uh, it's almost like, 
it's like propaganda videos where they, they don't let you interact with people. They only bring you to areas. You see the good, you don't see the bad. Yeah, I've seen you, that in many states. Yeah, and if they, if they notice something and uh, the moment they say something against the government's will, uh, they're going to send them back to, to, the, to, the, uh, to their uh, country and say, this is conspiracy. That's the case. Well, you know, it, it's so sad to hear this, Shaprak, because, you know, governments uh, need to be held account by their citizens, uh, by journalists. Very often governments don't operate. They don't, they don't have the solution to everything. And we need people to come in and sometimes be positive, positive criticism to try to solve a problem. But it sounds like the government just is so obsessed with upholding a revolutionary idea rather than looking after the, the, the interests of their people. Um, that there are massive human rights violations and, and ignoring the coronavirus is having a, a severe impact. I'm wondering maybe one last statement from you before we end our interview. Um, well, what do you think the world needs to do or can we do in these trying times to help the people of Iran? Um, can I say another thing, uh, like add another, um, you know, for, for many years as an Iranian, as an Iranian woman, I was wondering why do they um, uh, do, do how, why do, do they have problems with US or Israel? And what's the, the reason for their grudge against this country? And now I realize because, uh, for everything, uh, they built this um, government on this pillar. And I guess it's, it's like three, um, two, three uh, this, this pyramid has three polar, poles. One is like separation uh, of women, and, and the other one is hate toward U.S. and uh, the other one is hate toward Israel. Yeah. And I was for many years I was wondering why do they have this grudge against this country? We can uh, we can live in peace with those countries, but now I realize that they can blame anybody who challenged them. Uh, and they have this, um, this uh, like uh, enemy, this, uh, uh, this um, how can I say, mm, they have this enemy, uh, friction enemy, enemy that they can, uh, everybody who challenged them, they, they accuse them of conspiracy with this kind of um, countries, uh, with this enemy. So this is the case. Um, uh, they're not gonna. Uh, they're not gonna uh, stop um, this uh, garage and hate because this is the fundamental of their government. This is how they rule the government, and uh, we're not gonna see peace in in that region. We're gonna. We're not gonna see freedom or democracy for Iranian people, and uh, we're gonna have war and chaos in in Middle East as long as they are. Um, they have the power power um, now uh, it's 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 where it's it's good that we see that other countries um, care about peop Iranian people and help them this is very nice but um, but um, I guess they have to if they send money they have to send people to see if they are they are spending the money for health crisis because uh, after 40 years, we're, we know these kind of um, financial help is going to end up in 
Syria, in Gaza for uh, terrorist attacks and for uh, creating wars because they just want to save this ship. And uh, unfortunately, we think they're gonna use this uh, chaos, the coronavirus pandemic um, to save them. Now, they, they use it to save because they, financially they are broken and they cannot uh, continue like this. But now they are, Iranian are um, a little bit, along with uh, being afraid uh, with the virus and everything, they are afraid they're gonna stay um, longer because of um, the, the help they are getting from, the, uh, from other countries. And now they are using the virus to ask other countries to put pressure on US to lift up the sanction. Uh, so you need, you see, even health crisis, people are dying in Iran every day, but they are using this, this for their uh, political uh, agendas. And this is the thing that the United Nations, the world have to see. Um, uh, if, if you just uh, uh, watch their uh, statements and uh, look closely, you can understand they don't care about Iranian people. They just care about um, uh, being being uh, in power and ruling the co the, uh, the country so uh, i hope this this health crisis after it ends um uh, world comes to a to an understanding that this this country is a danger uh for for the world Shaparak, I think you, you, you ended on the perfect note. You, you told us that how the government is using this for particular reasons, not looking after the Republic, uh, rejecting foreign assistance. I, I didn't get the chance to ask you about Doctors Without Borders was kicked out of Iran today. But the, th the thing is, what will happen after this ends? Will uh, the government still be in power? Will they lose credibility? We don't know. But I'd like to thank you for this interview, and hopefully we can talk again sometime soon. Thank you so much. Thank you for giving me this time. Thank you. It's our pleasure.